Welcome, fans of golf. Alan DePew, another episode of the 19th hole brought to you by Golf Talk Live. I am joined, as always, by Christian DeSantis. Hello, Christian. Alan, how are you? Tremendous. Thank you for asking. Andrew DePew? What's going on, boys? Great. Big show on tap. Lots of topics. Nelly Corda. We've got an epic duel in Hartford. We're going to talk a little safety in professional golf. And I'm going to drop a, one about summertime beverages because that's what we do in the 19th hole. And uh, we have a couple of guests joining us also. Andrew? We do. We do. Uh, we are officially joined uh, this episode by our good friend over at Perfect Practice Putting Mat, Ed Mulatto. Uh, where he's going to be talking to us about our uh, product of the month and the perfect practice putting mats, but not just those. We're also going to talk about some of their other products. So uh, we will step over to that interview now for the listening audience to be able to hear. And we are joined once again by Ed Mulatto of Perfect Practice Putting Mat. Ed, welcome to the show. It's phenomenal to have you back. We got a lot of different products to be talking about this, this go around, but obviously you guys are our product of the month. Big partner of the show. We greatly appreciate all the support you've been able to give to us. Um, you know, just welcome to have you back. Thank you, guys. Uh, great to be back and appreciate you having me on. Ed, always, always great to have you with us. Thank you. Thank you. So we, we obviously always chat about the perfect practice putting, Matt, which it, I think the last time you were on with us, we were talking about how uh, – you're actually doing maybe some college licensing. I'd love to hear about that, uh, get, get an update on that. But, uh, I mean, that's your go-to product. It's phenomenal. If you go, anyone goes onto your website, it's a who's who of professional golf that have, that use this product and endorse this product. Uh, you, you've got, a, you've had some tremendous success, sir. Uh, yeah, very fortunate. Uh, you, you hit the nail on the head. We've just uh, had a lot of tour pros, uh, PGA and LPGA that have supported us. And, um, you know, really just it's a true testament to the quality of the products, I think. I, I agree. We got to see I got to personally see it firsthand. I, we've joked about this a number of times. I rag on Andrew's putting stroke, although I <laughs> made it my New Year's resolution not to be. Christian's still allowed to. <laughs> <laughs> but we actually played before his wedding, Ed, and I'm telling you, right, he actually was rolling the rock bed. I, I got to admit it. Yeah, I mean, it's it's all about muscle memory, right? So if he's using it a few times per day or a few minutes per day, there's no way he's going to get worse. And I'm telling you, when uh, I'm looking out the window and I have in my one-bedroom apartment working from home and I need a, a break to keep to sanity, I roll out the, the perfect practice putting mat I will be glad to say on air, I had a round most recently, 26 putts I all the way around. And it was not for nine holes. It was for 18 for once. Um, so wow. it is it is definitely where I am confident with the, with the flat stick for once in my entire golf career. And it's only thanks to you guys. So Dude, I might have to start seeing what other like, you know, little, you know, stuff you guys got behind the scenes. So that way I can try to, you know, even make it even better. Yeah. I mean, look, I. I can speak to it firsthand. If you have it in your office and you use it and then you go play golf, you're going to putt better. And then, you know, I've been on the road recently or sometimes I'm traveling, whatever it may be. 
and I don't have a chance to, you know, use the mat. And then if I play around without it, I putt worse. So like you have to consistently stay on it and just keep developing that muscle memory and stay sharp. But yeah, I'm excited to uh, be on again and uh, talk to you a little bit about more some of those uh, tools and training aids that we've kind of developed and are uh, seeing a lot of success with. Well, let's let's start with let's start with the big one. And I, I believe if if I'm not mistaken, um, obviously, DJ has been a main staple for you guys. Um, mm-hmm. However, um, you guys obviously had a couple of new products that did come out. Uh, that were part of the DJ uh, putting collection. So you had the the true pendulum motion, and then you also had the raindrop. Um, would love to hear a little bit more detail as to both of those products and, and be able to kind of, you know, tell the listening audience why they need to continue to, to not only try out the perfect practice uh, putting mats with our code, but also some of maybe the new products as well. Yeah, definitely. So I'll start with the raindrop. Uh, it's That's a great, product for on course you know the putting mat is an at-home uh training aid but the raindrop is something you bring with you on course it's a retractable putting string uh it's goes as far as you know 15 feet in length and it's all about getting the ball started online right so uh kind of the same principle that we teach with the putting mat lines that you see um it's you know if your putt doesn't start on that line and you don't hit the, the line that's going to be the make line, you're, you're going to miss your putt. I don't care if there's break or, or not. If it's a flat putt, you have to have your start line. So that's what the, the raindrop really teaches. Um, what's great about it is the retractable portion keeps it neatly in your bag. You're not getting it tangled. You know, tour pros, well, pretty much, you know, a, a large majority of them use string line training. Uh, what we did was just make it more convenient with that retractability and uh, the stakes and the housing. And we're actually coming out with a chalk version as well, where you'll be able to um, snap it on the ground. And, um, you know, just uh, if you don't want to put underneath the string, but, you know, that product is doing extremely well. We developed it with Matt Killen, who's a golf top 100 teacher. He's, um, been rumored to work with tiger woods he's justin thomas's putting coach he's jimmy walker's uh coach as well and um you know a a few other players you know uh constantly seeing tour pros including lpga tour stars nelly and jessica corda uh both who have won this year you know if they're not top five they're always right around there golfers in the world you just struck a chord you just struck a chord with with pops over there he he lit up when that's that's usually one of it when we have our pickums that's usually the lpga pickums it's yeah. either one of the, it's one of the Corda sisters so you struck a right. chord pretty well with that one i'm sure <laughs> yeah i mean they're uh great athletes and uh we're big fans of theirs and they're they love the raindrop so they're constantly working with it every tour event they're at you will see it on the practice screen with them. And if they're, you know, just practicing in between rounds, they have it with them in their bag at all times. And the same goes for DJ. Um, You know, I've had his caddy kind of tell me sidebar, like, you know, I forgot it one trip and DJ was like, where the hell's the raindrop? Like, so he actually wants it and loves it and uses it constantly. And I definitely think that the big thing too is, and, and, 
I'm sure Christian, you even used to do the same thing when, when I was younger and we were out on the putting greens practicing, like you had to literally tie a string to two tall tees and stick it in the ground. And then it was going to get clustered in your bag. So the tractableness is, uh, and, and being able to keep it, you know, concise in your bag is, is super important. I mean, I'm sure Christian, you got stories about that on the road for practicing before D one events and everything. Yeah. I mean, I, having something like that. I mean, I wish I had something like this in college, to be quite honest with you. I mean, there would only be a handful of events that we would come and like, I'm going to go back to like, add your point about the chalk. I mean, the mm -hmm. chalk was a, was a very, you know, useful help like for us, because um, again, you see the line helps you with like your stroke and everything. It helps you with the speed of the putt as well. So, you know, having something like the raindrop, I think would be, I mean, it'd be huge. You know, I'm, I'm going to buy one for myself. And, you know, it's only going to help the average golfer around the entire world just, you know, make better putts, give them confidence, and hopefully shoot lower scores. Yeah, definitely, 100%. Um, you know, the tour pros are using it. There's a reason start line training is extremely important. Yeah, absolutely. Now, what if you don't mind, because I'm the nerd of the group, if you haven't noticed by now, um, can you we break Yeah, I know. <laughs> uh, funny, funny. Um, can you break down the true pendulum motion and what what the purpose behind that is? Obviously, we, we kind of had the gist with the raindrop. It's it's very, you know, it's a newer take on an, on an older style, you know, teaching. But I, I'm sure the listening audience really isn't familiar with stuff like that um, and would, you know, love to be able to learn a little bit more. Yeah, definitely. So uh, the true pendulum motion, which we call the TPM for short. Uh, is a training aid that, you know, you can use. It, it's an apparatus that it's essentially two alignment sticks that connect via this patented uh, device that uh, connects to the, your putter towards the bottom. And then you put those two alignment rods underneath your arms in a kind of V fashion, um, if you're picturing this while listening. And what that does is you're holding your putter and with those alignment uh, sticks underneath your arms, it kind of locks you into position. So, you know, the way DJ described it when he, uh, when I was using it with him and he was kind of talking about it was it just forces you to use your big muscles. So it's, it's just creating, you know, as the name says, a pendulum stroke, you're, you're rocking back and forth. It's eliminating your wrists going one way or the other. It's eliminating you using your hands too much, your forearms, and it's just rocking your shoulders and it keeps you using those big muscles as, as, as Dustin said, and just, you know, it's kind of teaching good habits. And then once you remove it, you, you get the feel of how putting should really feel. Awesome. Yeah, I mean, it, it proves a point. I mean, he's, I mean, one of the best putters in the world, I think, ever since using this product. I mean, I remember last year when he was going off of his tear and he was separating himself from everybody else in the world. I mean, he was putting phenomenally. I mean, I remember mm -hmm. he was 30 under par one time, and I think it was at TPC Boston. Yeah. I mean, he's not, he's not getting to 30 under par by, by missing putts, obviously. And I think, yeah. I think this definitely alluded to it because you always see it now. I mean, he, he, whenever he gets up to a putt, I always, he always holds his left arm before he goes up there. Cause I, again, I think this helps him do that. And I, you know, it's a phenomenal product. I think, I think that's the thing exactly that right. go ahead, Ed, sorry. Yeah, that's exactly right. What you just touched on Christian in terms of um, 
him tucking that arm back, he said that this essentially does that same thing. It's keeping him square. Uh, so, you know, very observant of you, but yeah, that's, that's what it's doing. Um, you know, this is not just, um, D, you know, Dustin using it there. We've, this product has been featured on, uh, Martin Hall's golf channel school of golf. He, he loved it. Uh, we've got a lot of teaching pros that, that love it and same deal, uh, you know, seeded it out to our, our tour pros and have gotten tremendous feedback. So, you know, it's not something you use all the time it's you you bring it in your bag you bring it to the putting green before you're around you take five to ten putts with it and then you move on but um you know it's just really enforcing good good habits and i think the uh the, the last one that we would definitely wanted to bring up too because again going back to kind of go forward you know i always remember setting up the tees and, and creating that gate you know mentality mm-hmm. uh, but you guys created your own gates that people can use and put on the greens also on you know the home putting mats uh and truly work on on that gate mentality of of keeping it online to a degree um was that the concept behind it or how did you kind of go about you know thinking of of taking that and creating something a little bit more you know actually sturdy to be used rather than just a simple tee Mm -hmm. yeah i mean look the, the putting gates uh nothing revolutionary there. It's kind of uh, just a teaching principle. Again, starting it online. What we liked about our putting gates is we have the removable bases. So you can have the bases on them and use them on, on your putting mat. Again, just reinforces start line and making it, you know, we have, they're in different sizes, so you can up the difficulty as you begin to get better. But, um, you know, and that's one of the things Killen talks about, just drilling with those gates on the mat. Uh, and then, you know, you bring them out on the course, you remove the bases and you can stick them right into the green and move them anywhere you want. But it just helps you, uh, again, with start line and making sure you're getting it to the point where you want it to go. So, um, you know, it's just a nice product. If you're looking to dial in your putting, it, it really combos well with the mat or just, taking it out on the course, uh, solo, you know, pretty lightweight, super easy to travel with. We sell them with a, a nice bag that with a zipper and, um, you know, you won't get it. They won't be fumbling around in your golf bag. Awesome. Awesome. Well, dad, I I know I've been talking, so I'm gonna let you actually ask a question. I was was actually going to go off my show notes. I know that's strange for me to do, but Hey, I got, I got a question. The the drop five, five-day putting system, which I think is really attractive to the consumers. It, it, again, it's right there on your website. Um, perfect, per, perfect practice.golf. Um, can you, can you share a little bit with the, with our listeners what that, what that entails? Absolutely. So the drop five system was something we developed with, uh, another really highly respected, um, golf instructor named Zach Allen. So essentially what we're saying is follow this system. It's a five day putting system. We also include some drill, um, some tips and bonus materials, but it it comes free. um, And it's going to help you lower your stroke by five, by five strokes in five days is what we say, Um, because we truly do feel you will be able to probably make my more than five putts per round uh, versus if you had not been using it at all. So, um, 
what he did was just develop a great system. You work through it day one through day five. Each day is a different drill and it's a video series. You can watch it on your phone and he's got all different types of drills in there. Um, you know, sometimes he's using, he's doing stuff with tempo. He's doing things with start line. He's doing things with grip. He talks about, uh, um, pace, distance control. So yeah, it's a great resource. It's kind of free content and it's something that I can tell you, we've gotten tremendous feedback from. Oh, I, I can imagine. Uh, yeah. Yeah. People, people love it. I, you know, we kind of made it just like, Hey, we don't know if people are going to like this or not. And it's just stuck around for years because we can't do anything better and people like it. But that, but, but that's, what it's all about trying to improve on our, on our, our performance every time we go out. So that, mm-hmm. that's good stuff. I think the one big thing also to take away from it is obviously having the mats and being able to use it personally. Like you obviously are going to get better, but also knowing some tricks of the trade or some ways to actually work on your putting and, and getting better. Um, you know, having that, that strategy involved with it is ultra important because you can drill putts and it's definitely going to help, but being able to know and, and, and go through that process is, is, is definitely ultra important. So it, it just adds to the extra benefits of the products that, that you guys have there to, to begin with. So all in all, it's, it's, it's great. Thank you. Yeah. And, um, you know, we talked about a few products here, but what we have introduced, which you touched upon earlier is, uh, the DJ, uh, the, the Dustin Johnson putting collection. So it's kind of the assortment of all the products that he's really a fan of. And we've bundled them together. There's great savings. If you buy them at once, it's a really good deal, uh, versus just paying full price. So, um, again, another kind of just bundle deal that we've gotten great feedback on and, you know, there's some reviews on the website um, that you got anyone should check out if they have questions about it. And some people, you know, really speak highly of it. So those always make me feel good and kind of makes it all worth it. They definitely need to try those out. They need to try all of them out at perfectpractice.golf using our discount code GTL15. Again, that's GTL15 for 15% off, ladies and gentlemen. Ed, as always, it is fantastic to have you around, sir. Uh, we can't wait to have you back in the 19th hole uh, again. And uh, until next time, we, uh, we greatly appreciate you stopping by. Yeah, Andrew, Alan, Christian, thank you so much. Had a blast. And uh, I'll be looking forward to speaking with you guys again soon. Sounds good. Yeah, absolutely. Thank you, guys. Take care. Always great to be able to hear from Ed. Glad things are going well for him. Christian, we may need to get you the Dustin Johnson putter collection because I think I have officially overtaken your putting skill now uh, once I've used the perfect practice putting mat. So uh, we're going to have to get you the the, the Dustin Johnson collection so that way maybe your putting can get back on par with mine. Um, But, hey, you know. Hey, I'm going to make it – I'm going to confess. Andrew, you know, I threw on that – that fatter grip when we were up, uh, when I was up with you, uh, it just wasn't working for me. And I just made a switch boys. I put the super stroke grip on. Um, I'm rolling the rock. Just saying. Well, I like it. We, we've talked about this a few times on the show already. Obviously we have the, the big cadence corner, uh, charity tournament coming up that we are going to be playing in. 
Uh, I know Christian is still waiting to find out on that, so we're we're still waiting the details there. But at least we got two solid putters, maybe a, a half of a solid putter joining us if Christian does decide to join. Uh, but he is used for you know more of the the driving of the golf ball aspect. So, and um, we may have we may have a celebrity joining us for that thing, Christian. We, so we, I'm just saying I'm just yeah. saying our group may be rounded out by somebody very noteworthy. Just throwing it out there to you. Hey, I, I'll find out who the guy is. I'll find out soon. We'll put it that way. I'm just gonna say uh, uh, Nuna. <laughs> Where'd that Maybe. one go? Where'd that one go? Right in the lumber. Right yard. in the old lumber yard. <laughs> you ever take one of those pseudo pseudo preference tests back in school? <laughs> anyway, lots of yeah, not, lots of national celebrities joining us for the Cadence Corner event held at Yardley Country Club uh, right here in Yardley, PA, where I reside. Uh, Andrew's making the trek south. Christian, as we said, we not, can't confirm whether he's going to be there or not. We've got national celebrities from not only movies. Uh, Shooter McGavin's going to be there. Uh, Danny Noonan, world's most famous caddy, will be there. We've got John LeClaire, Paul Holmgren, Larry Boa, a late entry, boys, and Smalls from the Sandlot, all of which have verbally confirmed that they will be attending. CadenceCorner.com. The golf, I hate to tell you, is sold out already for this year. If you'd like to uh, join the cause, please do so. Uh, it's a great cause. We're trying to bring awareness to child safety and in, in domestic uh, cases. So uh, we're also going to be joined later in the show. I said a couple of guests, Tony Leodora, the traveling golfer, our co-host out on the road once again, and not far from me, I might add, he's going to check in from Bedford Springs. Wait till you hear. I mean, if you, I keep telling you guys we need to meet down there. It's, it's an easy drive, convenient to all of us. Tony Tony uh, is in Bedford Springs, and uh, like I said, he will join us later in the show. But Christian, I want to start with Nelly Corda. Well, I think the uh, I think the big thing is we need to we need to backtrack a little bit. Obviously, when we uh, we obviously pre recorded the the interview a little earlier than than her victory, um, you know, just because of the timing of of when Ed was free, but. You know, you, you hear that you heard I talk about it on on the interview. He he believes that the Corda sisters are are here to stay, and I know they're your favorite. I, I think personally, it's it, it may be Corda time, and uh, you know, it's and, and the good news is we got two to choose from. So, yeah, I mean, the Corda sisters, they're here to stay. Nelly, the amazing golfer as it is, Jessica, obviously fantastic as she is. I mean, I. They are literally the dynamic duo. World, new world number one. At one point in time, she was 46 under par for like a round and a half. Like 27, I mean, uh, excuse me, a tournament and a half. So it was it was insane how, how good she was hitting the ball the last two weeks. Uh, looking ahead a little bit, not to just move on, but I mean, U.S. has got to be feeling pretty confident on the women's side for the Olympics when you got the Corda sisters, I believe, are both selected, Daniel Kang and Lexi Thompson. Is that correct? I'm pretty sure Lexi was the, was the other one. I'll say yeah. this. The one that I will say, and obviously the Olympics, we know we've had this debate a little bit, and, and I know we could debate it even further about how the, the Olympics would be better suited if they turned it somehow into more of a team event, right? Um, 
But I will say this from the Solheim Cup perspective, would you imagine a d- dynamic duo of the Corda sisters going up against anybody and losing? Like, I, I couldn't. So I think the U.S. just all around moving forward on both the team front and international front are, are looking very, very solid. JT just confirmed that he's in. I know, obviously, we don't want to get too far off the topic, but from Olympic to Olympic, uh, I did see Xander confirmed he's in. Like, there's there's a lot of talent that's going to be in, in Tokyo playing for the United States of America, which is obviously fantastic to see. Hey, hey Christian, would you, wouldn't you like to see it? There'll be a, like a, a two-person match, uh, match play thing? Yeah, I would love to see that, personally. I think that'd be great. I think I mean, he's almost- got a stacked team. I go a step further. I would say rather than a match because it may be hard to do, I think straight up everybody plays four rounds and just like a college tournament and how they would put, well, they would put their, you know, four scores together and that's your team score. I, I think something to that effect is very easily done. College teams across the United States do it for be able to determine winners for certain things. Why can't they do something like that? Or, you know, make it a 36 hole qualifier and then do a match play format. Yeah, you, from do th- you, you do 30, you just like the NCAA, you do 36 holes from, for, for to win the low medal. And then, uh, yeah. So would it, how big of a disappointment would it be if there's not at least two guys in the podium for the USA? I think it'd be hugely disappointing. I think, I think your top players right off the rip are obviously JT and John Rom. So those, I mean, those do take up two of the spots, in my opinion. But I think, again, the, the Olympics moving forward it, it, with golf staying need to reconsider it. I think having, and I know we've talked about it, having a 36-hole within a match play format and making it maybe five golfers so that way you can have a decisive match play format afterwards, I think is A-OK and fair by me. I think it only allows more recognition for some of these top world players and maybe some of the smaller countries that are, are solid play that have a couple of solid players. Yeah. They may not um, ultimately may have a chance to win as a team, but they can still win as an individual. And um, I think it just adds more out of an atmosphere. The the camaraderie of, of playing for your country, but also for your team um, in every sport is, is what's what makes the Olympics so great. So It'll be exciting to see, nonetheless, and it'll be uh, interesting to see. I agree. I, I, I'm excited to watch it. I'm excited to see who medals. I think it's going to be a lot of fun, and it's obviously great for the game. Um, and, again, hopefully the USA comes out on top because I think that they're obviously favorites to at least have a couple guys in the podium. But, again, let your 60 to talking at the end of the day. So I got one last comment, which is with with Nelly. I did thought she was going to stumble when she knocks it in the water there on like fifteen, I think it was. But kudos, shout out to her, congratulations, world number one. But if you want to guys want to talk about match play, hell, we had our own match play event going on in Hartford. Epic that was, eight, uh, eight holes playoff, second long tied for the second longest ever. You have to go back to nineteen forty nine for the longest playoff, which happened to be nine holes, but. Uh, Wow. I'll say this. Um, it was, I actually, I, I, I'll be honest. I missed some, I missed some of it, which is disappointing. Um, had some stuff I was doing, but um, I kept looking at my phone and I'm like, all right, well, where's the winner? Where's the winner? Where's the winner? It, it just kept going and going and going. And there was a lot of lip outs. There's a lot of opportunities that were missed. Um, 
obviously congratulations to Harris English. Uh, he, he obviously, um, taking home the, the, the trophy, but, um, yeah, it was, it was something else. It was, it was truly like a Ryder cup feel almost. I thought, I thought it was, a, it, it wasn't a hard shot. I personally thought it was over in playoff hole number two. The second time they played 18 when English stuck it in the bunker right up against the front lip. Yeah. All he, I mean, granted, all he had to do, you, you, you got to lay that face open just like he did, obviously, because he's a skilled professional and he slams the club right behind and it just popped it straight up and it trickled. Fortunately, the green was working in such a way for him, but I think, I thought that would, I thought that was where uh, it, he was going to lose it. Yeah, I, I think a hundred percent that's where he was going to lose it. I don't know about Christian, but I like I, I genuinely when I, that was the last kind of hole I did see. I saw, and that's where I kind of turned it off. I was like, "There's no way that this is going beyond this hole." I mean, he literally was buried in the face of the bunker. That I, I was going to be amazed if he was able to do anything with it. Yeah, I mean, I think the crowd was behind. Um was behind Kramer, honestly. Um, I think he was obviously a crowd favorite. Everybody wanted him to win, root for the underdog. Um, you know, again, I mean, it was obviously extra golf that we got to watch. It was, it was. Uh, I mean, there were so many mistakes that some of the guys made, like a six-foot putt by Harris English to miss it, to win it, and then going back again. And then, Alan, like you alluded to, the bunker shot. I mean, you know, again, no, Harris English, two-time winner on the tour this season. Yeah, absolutely. He's, he's absolutely. playing his way, in my opinion. He's playing his way into a, uh, into a Ryder Cup spot. I mean, how many guys have won once on the tour this season, let alone twice? Would you, would you rather – so let me ask you this, and I think I know what the answer is, but because he's your boy, would you rather have Ricky Fowler and knowing what he's done in the past at Ryder Cups and how well he's played in, in other team events, or would you rather have somebody who – and I don't know if Harris English will ultimately make a, a spot or not at this point, but let's say he doesn't make a spot. Would you rather take a Harris English who's not maybe been in that situation over Ricky who's been able to prove himself but hasn't been playing well? Question. I, I, I take Harris English personally just because, I mean, he's, he's a multiple winner on tour this season. I want the 12 best playing golfers that I can put out there. I mean, even because like uh, what happens if he buckles? I mean, well, you've never seen him in that. And not to say that he would or anybody would, but it, it, it's it's just it's where the argument lies. Do you like where we go back to do you take uh, talent that you know what you're getting or do you take talent that could. Uh, I think I could think overtly yeah. impress or overtly I think. I think Captain Stricker, who, by the way, himself deserves a shout out for his wire to wire victory. Um, I think Captain Stricker takes Phil with one of his spots. And then I think he lets the rest ride with whoever's playing the best. I really think Steve's going to put together a really, really strong team this time. I hope, I hope so. We need, we need, it. I hope he does. Yeah. yeah. I, I mean, I, I think the Americans are obviously the stronger team. Personally, but in, I, in either in either case, Andrew, they probably could need our good friends from Yips for sound body and mind. They definitely could have used our good friends over at Yips. Obviously, we can't talk about our good friends over at Yips without bringing up that they are the official herbal and CBD supplement of Golf Talk Live, as well as our 19th hole podcast. Uh, they have figured out a way to create a product with zero loss to the degradation and plant strain, which is known as the Lacey effect for all of the uh, scientific nerds out there like me. 
there are no toxins, additives, or chemicals like other big CBD brands um, and how they put those in. And they actually create their product with all organic, non-GMO, and gluten-free ingredients, which obviously whenever you're putting something in your body, you want the best put in. Um, so if you're looking to get a hold of this phenomenal product, be sure to use our code GTL10 for 10% off. Again, that's code GTL10 for 10% off your, and start being able to see some of those phenomenal benefits today. I may have to try one out if I'm getting a little nervous before I'm stepping up on the first tee at Cadence Tournament in front of uh, Noonan. So um, maybe you can spare some in your bag so that way I'm good to go. Just saying. Uh, I will I will see what I can do for you. But, uh, you know, the other, the other storyline, uh, just to touch on that, I said player safety. Uh, I believe the John Deere is the they've made the announcement at the John Deere classic. They will stop doing COVID testing at the, uh, at the tournament sites. Huge news. I think, I mean, it's obviously a step in the right direction. Um, I mean, we're getting closer, obviously getting back to normal. So um, I, again, I, I think it's going to be uh, interesting to see how, how cases, if they rise, if they don't rise, I mean, I'm, I'm curious to see what the numbers are like, but obviously again, like I just alluded to, it's going to be a good step in the right direction. Right. I think personally, it's obviously a great step. We've gone through this for over a year and a half now. Um, New York State, for all those that aren't obviously in New York State, like myself or Christian, um, New York State just hit 70 percent of people vaccinated, which that was the number that they wanted to hit in order to basically reopen the state. And, And they hit that and now they're reopening. So if the PGA Tour, who I got to imagine has contacts with all the best health officials out there that could possibly be out there, deems that it's safe enough or the number of their players you know, are vaccinated and are in a safe way, uh, able to compete, then I think that you know that's the right call. Obviously, we, we can't always know what's going to happen ahead of time. Um, so you're going to have to kind of be a little bit reactionary in this regard. But Again, I don't think that they're going to not put their players in the best possible safety measures as, as, as they can be. Like, they don't have a reason to put themselves because it's only going to hurt them if they don't have their best players competing. So um, I think it's a great step. I think we will only have time to tell us how truly great it is. But that being said, I think that it obviously is a phenomenal step. And um, it's something that we've all probably looked forward to and and. You know, it's it's just great to have people back and, in, 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 you know, and fans back and, and players being able to compete against. So, you know, every little positive step moving forward beyond that is is obviously gravy. And the other the other topic you saw on our social, the announcement that the uh, the can I think it's the Cambia Classic in Oregon has been moved to another site out of fear of uh, for the safety of players. Still going to be in in Oregon, but in on the suburbs of Portland. But what does that say? Um, <laughs> I mean, first thing I think first thing it says to me is, what about the safety for everybody else living in that city? I mean, that I respect the tour, but wow. <laughs> uh, let me let me ask you this though: like, would you rather them? not have done that like in my mind like i i would rather have had them state okay for the safety of their players they're not going to do it but also like in my mind if they move the tournament they also thinking from a standpoint of okay they have the ability to maybe not have as many people there that could cause 
safety concerns for just even the patrons, not even the players, yeah. but the patrons. Um, look, I, I think the PGA, we talked to another PGA of America, PGA tour people, people around LP, the game, L, LPGA. LPGA. LPGA, yes, all, all, all the different play, places and tours, of, um, you know, in, in professional golf, and they're always in the same boat. They they want the best for their players. They want the best for their fans. And I think, again, going back to just even the COVID situation, I think they're doing what they felt was the right thing. Now, is it completely the right thing? Only time will tell. I, I think it was the right decision at that time, and. They're moving forward with it based on what they what they could do. So I'll tell you what, we could probably debate that a little bit further, but we are going to go to a safe place real quick. I don't mean to cut you off there, Andrew, but I'm getting a buzz in my ear from Tony Leodora. Let's throw it over to Tony. He's out in Bedford Springs, Pennsylvania. Well, this month's Tony's Tea Time brings us to one of the most historic golf courses in the entire country, the old course at Bedford Springs Resort. For those not familiar with the town of Bedford, sits close to the Maryland border, a little more than three hours west of Philadelphia and a little less than two hours east of Pittsburgh. And it is an amazing golf course resort. We have the director of golf, Jim Woods, with us. Jim, thanks for being with us on Golf Talk Live. Thanks, Tony. Uh, It's great to be with you. Well, it's great to have a tea time at Bedford Springs, a course that I've been back to every few years ever since a major renovation was done here. I actually was first here back in the early 90s when this entire property was on its deathbed, but a major influx of capital has come in, the old hotel has been revived, and the golf course was renovated by Ron Force in... 2007. Yes, 2007 uh, went over a major uh, renovation back to USGA specs, uh, improved the drainage, the quality of the fairways, tees, and greens, and man, what a gem it came out to be. This course sits in a valley ringed by mountains. Uh, The course itself is not too hilly, which is a nice thing. There's, you know, some flatter flatter holes, no flat holes, but it really is an interesting golf course and one that has such an incredible pedigree. Three different historic architects, starting with Spencer Oldham way back in 1895. Yeah, Spencer Oldham from uh, Philadelphia uh, started the the course, the old course, and uh, is continued to grow over the years uh, with uh, a lot of different uh, architects involved. And speaking of which, one of the architects involved from the great Philadelphia School of Golf Course Architecture, A.W. Tillinghast. Yes, A.W. Tillinghast, what a, uh, what a veteran in the uh, course design world. Um, he has so many great courses over the span of history and uh, great designs. Um, we're fortunate to have a, a few of his holes on our course. Yeah, one of which, of course, is a signature course of his that he did a similar hole to on many of the courses he designed. And here it's got its own little special name. Yes, Tiny Tim. Uh, they have uh, a short, non-intimidating hole, but a lot of trouble there. Uh, mounding on the left, bunkers all around the green. Just a great, 
visual hole and uh, it, it rewards a good shot right to the middle of the green, which isn't as easy to do as you think. And the final piece of architectural Hall of Fame work here, uh, none other than Donald Ross. Yes, Donald Ross, uh, definitely one of my favorite uh, designers, you know, boasts bigger greens, uh, false fronts, uh, large putting surfaces all around. Uh, his designs matched with Tillinghast and Oldham is just a trifecta of perfection out there. So Ron Force, a golf course architect based in Pittsburgh, who has quite a uh, reputation for golf course renovation in the Philadelphia area. We know him very well for his work at Lulu Country Club, another Donald Ross gem. Uh, he came in and really changed this course. But what I like is what you folks here at Bedford Springs have done since the renovation, tweaking it a little bit, but putting in an incredible condition, so much so that I'm going to go out on a limb and say, when I played it, it was the best condition. When I played it, it was the best condition golf course that I saw all year long. Yeah, and that's kudos to uh, Dave Schwartzel and his team, our superintendent. Uh, they keep it in magnificent shape from uh, May all the way through mid-October, and it's tour quality conditions all the time. And it's such a treat to play, and just the scenery and beauty of it all, uh, you got to come visit. It's a great, great spot. And when you come visit, stay at the historic Bedford Springs Resort Hotel run by Omni. They do a great job with it. There's all kinds of great restaurants there. And believe me, it is a piece of heaven in this little valley and adjacent to the town of Bedford, Pennsylvania. And you've got one more gem from Tony's Tea Time. Thank you, Tony. Bedford Springs Boys classic Donald Ross design. Like I said, I want to meet, I want you, three of us need to tee it up there without question. And, uh, Without question. Appreciate, yeah, without question. Love Donald Ross designs. Um, we're coming down to the 18th hole, boys. My question is, and I, I broached this topic because I'm doing a little consulting work down on the Jersey Shore for the other, but you know, the other hat I wear. And you're at the Jersey Shore. It's 4th of July week. There might be a beverage in one's hand. You're on the golf course. What's your go-to beverage here, Christian? Uh, a one iron. A one iron? Yes, sir. What the hell's in that? Fresca with a splash of cranberry and vodka. Fresca with a splash of cranberry and vodka. Huh. Okay. When I, when I get together with you, Alan, I'll make it for you and you can try it. I, yeah, well, you could do that at the Cadence <laughs> Corner outing. Andrew, oh, what you got? I'll make a... I'll make it a step further. Obviously, we got to play some other rounds of golf while we're down there. That's why we're coming down early. Plus, obviously, someone's birthday, so we won't uh, divulge the the secret of how old that is. But um, a lot of candles. Yeah, it's a lot of candles. Um, so maybe we'll do it on the course one other day. But um, I'm aware of a simple folk. I don't know why all he's got all these fancy stuff. I'm just a John Daly lover, so I have yeah. to go with the John Daly. And it, for all the listening audience that doesn't know. John Daly has come out and said he is an Arnold Palmer and vodka kind of guy. Obviously a guy who knows how to drink with the best of them. You got to learn some from somewhere. So I figure, Hey, might as well go with him. 
And I, and I, gentlemen, have in my hands right now a transfusion, Tito's ginger ale with a splash of grape juice. It's great. I, I listen. It. Uh, I want to know what everybody. I want to know what everybody else's go-to is. Listeners, chime in. Love to hear what your go-to drink is. We uh, definitely need to put that out there. So for again, obviously the listening audience, we should put a poll out there, and then and that whatever top drink it is, we should have those for the tournament. I love it. Twitter feed. I love it. Twitter Twitter poll. Yep. And then uh, whatever that drink is, our, that's, that's uh, the only drink we, we, we drink all weekend. Andrew you're, in char- Andrew, Andrew, you're in charge of that. Let's put that up. Why am I in charge of that? Because you're, you're the only amazing. you're the only one you're the only one that knows probably how to put it up on Instagram. <laughs> oh, okay. All right. Well, Christian, any closing thoughts? Uh, yeah. Um, I'll let you guys know obviously about the uh, about the event, and if we do come down, da- if I do come down there, you know we're gonna win, obviously. Um, you know, not because of Andrew's putting, but we're gonna win because of Alan and I's putting. So, I don't know. I got. I got. I don't know. I got Chris Budens, good friend of the show, good friend of mine. He's talking smack. <laughs> Hey, it's what, all right. What yeah. could well, he? I, I gotta know. Talking. What could he possibly be talking smack? About? He's bringing. He's bringing Johnny Rusk. He says he's gonna try to bring John Rusk from Lulu Country Club, the man, the myth, the legend. So Listen, just saying. I don't care if he played with Jason Duffner in college or not. I will tell you right now, one guy in a scramble is not waxing three good players. Okay, that's just uh, the way it is. Okay. All right. We'll see. All right. Gotta have confidence. You have confidence that we can take down all these. PGA and LPGA stars, but you don't well, have confidence we can put together a group of guys to beat, you know, some 40-somethings. Well, that's because they're those LPGA – Daniel Kang, by the way, you can, you, you can tee it up at the safe uh, stop right with us. Um, they're playing their own ball. We got maybe a chance then. <laughs> nah, we're good. We're good. Hey, I, I'm I'm just saying, if, I, if, if I'm down there, I'm going to be hitting bombs farther than Phil Mickelson because my calves are going to be bigger than his. So, and I'm going to take a video of it at Fireside, Phil, just so we can see it, so he knows for a fact that I'm a longer ball hitter than he is. Hmm. I'm telling well, you, I'm telling you right now, and I, t- I I will say it again on the day of the tournament when Christian comes down, he's taking a three wood and he's going over the trees on one. At Yardley, and he's driving look, the green on one with a three wood. Just I'll saying. look forward to seeing it. My glass is empty, boys, so I got to scoop. <laughs> okay. Well, <laughs> till next time. <laughs> till next time, Christian, hit it. Well, Alan, you got to be hitting it what down in the, uh, at Yardley, long and straight, because it beats Andrew hitting it short and crooked. <laughs>